0: Again as widows talking
1: about the holidays and how we've navigated and how we're going to navigate them this year and right all of that good stuff all so that. yeah um well, I was talking to Kim so your husband died around Thanksgiving he did right so um, how does that
0: yeah he died actually um two days after Thanksgiving um almost four years ago it'll be four years actually on Thanksgiving this year. Thanksgiving Day um, is the four-year anniversary I guess, or crap anniversary as I like to call it, um, of his passing. And um, about oh, maybe six, seven months ago, I don't know what made me look ahead to the calendar, but I I looked ahead and I saw that November 25th was falling on Thanksgiving Day this year. And my first instinct was I have to I have to go away. I have to plan a trip to be somewhere in this world where it's not Thanksgiving. And, you know, kind of uh, run and hide and not observe the day and just, you know... Be by yourself. Yeah, just anywhere where Mm. it wasn't going to be Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. So, and I even mentioned it to my mom and, you know, she understood. Um, But then within, you know, a couple of months of that conversation, then we... Found out that my, my brother's cancer had returned and yeah. is not, um, you know, has didn't respond to treatment. And he has um, decided to stop all treatments and just, you know, enjoy what time he has left. Um, gratefully, he is still having mostly good days. So that is, um, you know, That's, good news to yes. report. Yeah. Um, so... It has totally changed my focus about mm. about November 25th this year, with it being Thanksgiving Day. It's not about me and my selfish desire to selfish. run and hide, selfish. and and I I feel that that you know that being my first instinct was this is about me. This is about it being you know what should be you know a, a good day with my husband being alive, but it's mm. not. You know and I feel that i i was kind of in a little selfish rut there
1: i i would i would i would beg to differ i wouldn't call it selfish (laughs) i would call it painful maybe (laughs) and maybe wistful and longing and um wistful is a good word you know but i i if it was selfish you would not have shifted your focus well, that'
0: great. Thank you for saying no, that. No, and
1: it's it's true. Like you, you know, sometimes things are thrust upon us, and you know, you always hear people say, "Oh my gosh, I don't know how you could have survived that, or oh, how you did that, or there's no way I could do so, so, and so." Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when you're in it, mm-hmm. you you do it right? right, and and you are choosing to say, "Okay, I." I still feel all this pain sure but my brother and my family needs me mm-hmm. and that's where I'm going to put and my focus and that's where I'm going to
0: be yeah and and I'm also I'm also realizing that I think you know this this Thanksgiving I still don't like the fact that it that it's on Thanksgiving day I can't do anything about that nope. and I imagine November 25th is going to roll around to be on Thanksgiving Day again somewhere Sometime. down the road. Yeah, um, I can't do anything about that. Mm. So, but what I can do is I can try and have a better mindset, and it it takes work to get to this point. It takes a lot of thinking, it takes effort, I'm, it takes intention. It does, and my intention is to spend it with my family to be where it's going to be Thanksgiving and it's going to be November 25th at the same time. Um, we're going to honor the fact that Scott lived and he contributed to the family and he is missed, but we're going to be also focusing on what we're grateful for. And that's that my brother is still is still here. He's still mostly having good days. Um, that my mother is still here. Um, we need to celebrate all of us. We Absolutely. don't know, we don't know, you know, if it's anyone else's final Thanksgiving. We have we don't no know idea. That.
1: Right. And to be present, you know, right. Um, with all of that. Right. Um, yeah. It, I, I, I I, appreciate the effort it takes. I was telling, um, we were talking about this concept of gratitude and I brought this up at camp as well. The idea of, being able to take gratitude beyond listing the things we have and thinking about um who we have. Yes. That's in our court, that's in the arena with us and how things play out. Right. Right. Like sometimes um we forget that even in the midst of things really sucking. Mm. That there are moments where, like, oh my gosh, this person was right there in the nick of time when my whole world was falling apart, and yes. I'm grateful for that. Or um, this really sucked, but it could have even been worse if so and so so hadn't happened. You know, so I I thought that that's a that's a kind of gratitude that my head can absolutely accommodate, right? Um, Um, The people and how things play out, because like you were saying, the idea of sometimes just listing, I have shoes, I have a roof over my head, Mm -hmm. I have food,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, can seem kind of hollow and mechanical.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: But being able to point to, oh my gosh, I was driving down to work and the traffic sucked, but then a rainbow came out. Mm Mm-hmm can you be grateful for that exactly yeah exactly so it's like um yeah and so that that really gave me you know I I read this in um in a book called burnout and you know it was it was this concept of really how to practice gratitude Mm -hmm. as opposed to just this idea of listing things down and I thought oh yeah I I totally can get behind that. For Absolutely.
0: Sure. I, it's it's easy to take for granted the things yeah. that, that we have. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs as a human being. You know, the, the physical things that we need. We need food. We need shelter. We need, um, you know, water. We need, you know, those things yes. to, to survive. But truly, you don't think about those until you don't have that. Right. right. And then... You wish you had them, of course. The, no one's arguing that taking that for granted is bad. No, we're saying that practicing gratitude for the people and the experiences it's that huge. really aren't necessarily built into Maslow's hierarchy of needs; mm-hmm. those are the things that I think are are what we really truly need to realize we have.
1: Absolutely, and
0: and I think that once you really put some thought into it you i i I think everything else kind of just fades away it's like yes i have a roof over my head of course i'm grateful for it um i do i have to say i'm grateful for it every Every single day day. right that that's where it gets to feel hollow right of course i'm grateful right and i feel for those who don't have a roof Mm. over their heads um but it's it's more about the people who have touched your lives, the experiences you've had. Yes. Yes. And Scott touched my life. Lacan touched your life. Yep. And continues to do so even though they're not here.
1: Yes, yes. And I think, um, so the really cool thing about the concept also is that once you start thinking in those terms, your brain starts to actually look for those moments.
0: I agree. You know,
1: and so it's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, and and it's so funny. I was talking to some friends last night and, um, you know, some of them are close to retirement and they're talking about all these big trips and then we went on to this thing that we're grateful for and all of this. And, And one of them said, you know, when it comes down to it, the things that I'm going to remember close to the end of life, it's not going to be the big trips. It's going to be the waking up in the morning and having coffee and having conversation. It's um, holding hands and going through, you know, like it's really those little things. And so... So Being much. able to pay attention to those little things can be a really and huge shift. yes yeah. is
0: practicing gratitude. Yeah. It really yeah. is. You know, it, it takes some quiet time in your quietest moments. Think about, you know, what truly in my heart is, you know, the most profound things in my life. It's going to be the people yeah. that you love. Yeah. Um, and... Just because your person is gone, my person is gone, doesn't mean that... that Life is over. Exactly, that we don't have others. We have friends. We have family. We have, you know, people who... Um, mean who, a lot. Who contribute yep. almost on a daily basis. And Absolutely. so that's... That's that gratitude, I believe. And those are the things that can't be replaced. Absolutely. And so, so,
1: um,
0: yeah, one other thing
1: that um, was said in this book is like, you know, think about the people that you're grateful for. Think about how things play out and the moments in those things um, that you're grateful for. And when you're talking about people, you know, maybe pick one person. And this holiday season might be a time someone who has touched you whether they're alive or not, and write a letter to them. If the person is alive, give them a phone call and tell them why you're grateful for them. I that, think that's that could amazing. be a really cool thing.
0: Imagine being the recipient of I that know. letter or the recipient of that phone call.
1: Absolutely. And what Absolutely. what
0: an impression that would make on you? Exactly. Because you may not know
1: how you have touched a person. Exactly life. the impact yeah. that
0: you've made on someone. Yeah. So putting that shoe on the other foot. Is there someone that you would really like to tell them? Just how much they mean to you. Absolutely. I think that's a really remarkable. Imagine, that's a great gift. It is a gift. What a great gift. I know. There's, maybe there's I'm going to do that. holiday gift idea for
1: <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'll do that this year. And I maybe, think there's a few people I could call and write I to.
0: I like it. And so gifts, of course, you know, yes. the holidays seem to all, always be centered on gifts. And, you know, putting that aside, However you feel about, you know, the holidays and gift giving. That's really not the point of what we're talking about. We're talking about how do you make prepare it through. And, and what can you do. Of course, we've talked about anticipatory grief and how a lot of that, the, the anticipation is worse than the actual day. Right? That seems to play out a lot. Right. But the holiday season isn't just a day. It's a whole and, and we are long bombed. time. It is a long time. I've always <laughs> joked, and this was even before I was a widow. Uh, I always joked that I wanted to take a sleeping pill the day before Thanksgiving and, and wake, wake up, up on January March. 2nd. <laughs> I want to wake up in March. <laughs> when winter Because is over. my wedding anniversary is in oh, February. So um... I was like, okay, I'll just...
1: Skip all the way all to March, me. and
0: <laughs> I like it. But then you know how funny is that? Yeah, and that's like, not going to happen. Grandmother always said, "Stop wishing your life away." Yes. So there's there's some good grandma wisdom for you. Um, so let me ask you, Kim. Yes. What? Which of the holidays
1: is the hardest? I know Thanksgiving was kind of like, mm. and you but know, which is the hardest? You know, like when you think about. The first year that Scott died, mm-hmm. um, and so it was during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. How did the rest of the holiday season play out? And it was, was a it, blur.
0: Yeah, it was it was a total blur. And he died, of course, one month before, before Christmas. Christmas. Um, uh, everything was so disjointed. Mm. I, I I hardly remember it. Mm. I do I do remember that um, I was with my family on mm. Christmas. Um, so I mean, that was good. Um, you know, got through it, basically. Um, but the holidays were never that big of a thing for Scott. Mm. Um, so I think that makes it a little bit easier if he were, you know, one of those guys who, oh my goodness, I just love everything about the holidays. I love, you know, the decorations. I love the songs. I love, you know, he Mm. wasn't that guy. So it's not like... This was such a meaningful time of year for him, mm-hmm. so I, I think that makes it a little bit easier for me. Um, I don't know how how did it change for you your first your first holidays.
1: So yeah, so the first holiday, and so so Lecon died in May, so we had months of staring like oh my gosh, Christmas and. Um, thanksgiving was not a big deal for sure, us um sure. we always did something different we you know we didn't grow up celebrating thanksgiving sure. so i think the first couple of thanksgivings after died, we actually went and spent the time with friends in an oh. uh, out of state
0: okay
1: um christmas time our very first christmas we were gone i'm with the kids and i um, went to the Bahamas and, you know, oh, it was so, oh, and it Christ. was so, it was weird because it was a trip my husband had planned. We were all supposed oh. to go together. I did not want to go. I was I'd,
0: already thinking he, that he, far ahead. Yeah. Oh, he he wow. was a planner
1: and, you know, I was like, you know, he was one of those guys like, Oh, I want to do, if I bring up something, then he would be like, his brain is working on how do I make this happen? How do I, and so well it was our first year in Colorado, and okay. he's, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, okay, we'll go to the Bahamas, and we were supposed to come back Christmas Eve. Okay. And so I told the kids, I was like, I don't think we're going to go. <laughs> and they were like, we are
0: going. Oh. <laughs> and so... And and why didn't you want to go? Was it because Lacan planned I think it? a
1: little bit of guilt, a little bit of he wasn't going to be there with okay. us, okay. you know, and... I think I was just still in the throes of the grief of it all. I'm like, Absolutely. how could I possibly be planning to go on a vacation somewhere? And then the kids were like, "Well, we don't want to stay here." so <laughs> and like, and the
0: kids needed to go. Yes, okay. And
1: so, and um, I was very fortunate. My friends um, in in Georgia, who we'd lived with when we, who lived in the same town as us. They said, well, if you guys go, we'll meet you there. Oh, and so great. they came and met us there. And, you know, being in a warm country at Christmas time, it was such a peace of mind for my brain that, it, you know, it wasn't all the normal stuff yes. of Christmas. It was, okay. you know, it was the sun, it was the beach. It was totally different Sounds from
0: heavenly. <laughs> where
1: we were. Um, and then we came back Christmas Eve. And I think we spent Christmas Day with an, another friend of mine who also is widowed, but her whole family was here, their little kids, and so it was huge distraction. So somewhere in there, we we were grieving, but we were um, quite um, distracted. Yes, you know, I think the hard the hardest time for me was in January when everything was over. Everything
0: was over. And then it
1: was just quiet and everything kind of went back to, you know, and I, I, I don't know how, but I couldn't get myself out of this oh, it was kind of funk. A funk. Yeah. And so the following year I kind of prepared my mind for, all right, I think I can survive the holidays. It's how how do I set my January up so that there are things that I can look forward to?
0: That's that good to get, know. Yes,
1: so that's
0: really good to know. If if there's a crash, a post-holiday crash, uh, in January, and we know January is a long month, we know it's uh, it's, it's dark and it's dark cold and, cold, and, and it's, miserable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a tough month. It's, yeah. Uh, nothing against anybody who loves January, but it's a hard month. It is a hard month. It's it's the what I call the dead of winter, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so
1: that's a great idea. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, so I, I can make it through the holidays. The kids are home. We have lots of things distracting right. us. And, you know, um, hard as it is, we know it's coming, yes. right? And yes. I was like, okay, I know which, you know... Um um grief um storms to duck and you know figure out, mm-hmm. and I was not prepared for January at all, Wow, and so, going into the following year, I was like, okay, I need to figure out well, what am I gonna do in January that's going to brighten. You know, and so have some things planned, like doing things with people, maybe going to a concert, like things that put a smile on my face.
0: Absolutely. was
1: really important for me to have in place in January. I think that's
0: a fabulous idea. And if that's something that you've experienced, let's say you're going into your first holiday season and we're so sorry that that you are without your person, um, maybe that is a way to... um, get past the holidays to survive them mm-hmm. is to maybe have something to look forward to when they're over
1: yes to exactly. get to beware of beware of the crash in january this is, you know and and like i said for me it was you know we had done so much in terms of you know the going away and that mm-hmm. and then it was like oh now there's nothing now <laughs> do we have to look forward to but cold and (laughs) And snow and and darkness and yeah okay yeah that's
0: that's fabulous idea Mm. have you um, have you and the kids started any new traditions since Lacan has gone
1: so not really and and just like you so my husband was not really um, he liked the idea of Christmas he didn't like the idea of the whole gift things like why do I have to wait all the way till December to get something? Like, if I want it now, I'm just going to buy it. He ah. was the hardest person to buy stuff.
0: So. <laughs> because he was always getting stuff from Silver.
1: Like, I was going to get that for you for Christmas. It's like, well, I want it now. So. <laughs> oh, I think I would have really enjoyed meeting the I think so. so. It was like, oh, what? what you know, anyway. So um, we. We try the best to to be together. Um, you know, when the when is around, our Christmas is varied as well. Sometimes we we're home. Sometimes we travelled um, to other places. Okay. Um, one of the things that I do now is I, I, I make Nigerian, you know, mm-hmm. I try to make the things that he liked uh-huh. um, yeah. on Christmas Day. And so that the kids look forward to that. Um, That's
0: a great, but tradition. like we have huge, like
1: huge, you know, like traditions. He he was not like you know he liked the Christmas, he liked the music, like getting gifts for the kids, but it it wasn't like your traditional American. You know, we're not American, right? <laughs> like right. Say. No. and and one of the things he struggled with, I won't say struggled, but it was just this. He was always so blown away at how excessive everything is here and so really like you know how crazy stuff is so um yeah so i think the biggest thing for us was centered around food um a couple of times since then we have traveled so i remember one year we went to london because even though the kids are from there they they don't remember a Christmas there, so oh. it was one year we went, and it was nice to oh, be good. in London for Christmas. So it, you know, it's it changes. Um, I I find that I don't have to be hard set on, you know, things going a particular way each exactly. holiday season and i am totally fine with that
0: that's good so how about you call it kind of an untradition yes and that's your yes. tradition but like, well, what are we going to
1: do this year we're not you know? placing
0: big expectations no on the big holidays expectations. and yeah. i would say that's kind of been um the way the holidays have been um you know just with scott it was no big expectations um So, um, again, the holidays were not a big deal really Mm -hmm. for Scott, but being together was always, That was the biggest thing. Yes. Yes. So, um, I would say, no, there aren't any new traditions that, um, have come out of it. In fact, I think, so let's see, the first Christmas was just, you know, a month into widowhood. Um, and I was with family. The next year, I honestly don't remember. Mm. Um, and and I'm okay with that. Um, it doesn't bother me that you know I don't have new holiday traditions or anything like that. The holidays just just weren't important enough in the beginning. But mm-hmm. I do realize that there are there are so many people out there who absolutely don't know what they're going to do with themselves yeah. this holiday season. Whether whether you celebrate the holidays or what holidays you celebrate, we know that the upcoming you know last part of the year there are all kinds of holidays that are coming up mm-hmm. that are going to be difficult for people
1: yeah
0: um oh i i
1: just remembered something so one of the things and you know so this is the thing with um um tradition so we, we traveled a lot when when the was around we lived in different places yeah. and would go on trips and I would always buy Christmas ornaments wherever oh, we went yeah. so I have ornaments from oh, you know many of the trips and that that's what I would put on the Christmas tree
0: beautiful and
1: then I remember so and I say this to say it's okay to not do the things that you've done prior so I would put all these you know and it I would put myself through this torture of you know I put up all these christmas tree ornaments and and then after christmas take them down so it was this double whammy of oh remember when this oh remember when that and then one year i was like i'm not doing this why am i torturing (laughs) myself
0: right (laughs) and so um how did you feel about that about making that decision well it,
1: it I think I was just kind of in autopilot. I just did it because I was like, oh, it's Christmas. I need to put up this the tree. Is what we do. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. This is an emotional roller coaster for me. And maybe I don't have to put myself through that for now. And so for a few years, I just didn't put one year I got a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, my And then, um <laughs> And then, so last year, after the pandemic and George Mm. Floyd and all of this crazy stuff, I thought, you know, now's a good time to put up a tree. And I think, like, after having not put it up for a few years, my perspective has changed. Now I can put those ornaments on and remember with joy, like, oh, my gosh, we got to do that. And we got, you know, so my my perspective has shifted. Good. And I think that's a combination of time mm-hmm. and um experience, right? Like now I'm like, oh it's wow, not as are, painful. Yeah, it's not as painful. And I can look back with Oh, I'm glad we got to do that as opposed it's to oh more my of gosh. A yeah, happy memory. Yeah, yeah.
0: I um for the first time in I've never been big about putting up a Christmas tree mm. but last year and I think it was a pandemic yeah made me want to have something mm. and so I bought a string of lights mm. at Target and I wrapped them around my my banister of my stairs oh. just one string yeah. that's it yeah. um and I um I had a couple of silly little ornaments that I thought were cute and I hung them from the lights and that was kind of my makeshift Christmas tree. I love it. <laughs> Every night I would plug in those lights. And it would make you happy. And it was just enough to make me go, Oh, oh aren't those pretty? So, yeah. 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 And so that was um you know that just was something that made me smile. It took very little effort, yeah. Um, and I will probably do that again this year. And I think
1: I will get a tree again this year. We, I, my son and I, actually went and picked out you did. a live tree, which I had not done in forever. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Awesome. And I was
1: like, oh, this is nice now. So um, the cool thing is, things do change, and it yes. you know it it feels you know like the. The things that make you feel sad and wistful mm-hmm. can turn around and then come back and be, "Oh yeah, now um, it was it was great." You having have a happy three. memories, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and we've talked about people um, that you and I have both met along this journey who um, are kind of stuck. They're, um, um, I, I don't like to use the word wallow, but I think some people kind of are stuck in wallowing. Yeah. Um, and I know that there is nothing I couldn't do or say that would improve that situation for that person. Cause you really do have to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to somebody that is kind of falling, in, falling into that holiday wallow? Um,
1: and, and this would even apply to, um, also people who might be coming upon their first yeah. holidays after Very their true. loss. Um, I say, and, and I. This is, these are not my words, I, I just read um, Martha Beck's um, Return to Integrity, okay. and she talks about this um, one degree, or one, I think it's one degree of change, like, what's one tiny little thing that you can do that can begin to shift? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's a string of lights on a banister. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just going to buy the string of lights, Um, you know. So one little thing that will put a smile on your face.
0: Yeah, um, if it feels right. If it right. feels
1: right. The other thing I would say is make plans. Even if you decide to change them, make the plans anyway, you know. Like mm-hmm. maybe people invite you to something Say yes.
0: hmm It's
1: okay to say yes with a caveat and say, All right, I'm saying yes now. If on the day I feel horrible, I reserve the right to say no. I reserve yes. the right to leave early if mm-hmm. it's too much for me. So maybe have a have an escape route. And then definitely, definitely plan something fun for yourself for January.
0: Absolutely. oh my gosh, that yeah. is probably some some of the best advice I think that Any of us. I mean, even people who are not missing their person this year. Right. um, Because we kind of all go through that holiday hangover. Right. And now it's January. Now it's back to normal. Um, Having something to look forward to is so important. But that's true any time of year. Absolutely. Um, and, And I think that's all... It all comes with the mindset of, I'm not going to stay here. This sadness, this pain... Yes, you're you're gonna feel it, you're gonna be sad, you're gonna feel exhausted. It's just not a place to stay. No, it's not.
1: And it's that's
0: not. that's the challenge I think. The mm. biggest challenge in grief is you wanna feel sorry for yourself. That is normal. And it sounds incredibly selfish, of course, and back yep. we are to that word selfish. <laughs> But it's normal. It's normal to to accept the fact that yeah, I'm in pain and I am grieving, um, and I don't know how I'm gonna feel
1: on that day. Exactly, we but can't But I can also it. make plans and say, you know what? Yeah, I could change them. Nothing set in concrete, right. right? Right. Yeah.
0: No, and I would say that's another that's another interesting <laughs> twist is is <laughs> saying no. Because then you feel like, well, that's not very polite. Mm. And that was something that I first struggled with. Right. With, um, you know, this journey Mm. is saying, yes, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then leading up to it, even maybe minutes before, when you're not feeling it and Mm. you force yourself to go go through with it, then maybe sometimes it'll change your mind and you can say, wow, I'm I'm, I'm glad I forced myself to go through with it because I had fun. Or whatever. Right. But um, you got to listen to your gut. That right. That's going to steer you in the yes. right direction. Yeah. Um, if you're not feeling it, then you're not feeling it. Right. And it's, you know,
1: dip your toe in. I, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go. And, you know, I, I reserve the right to leave after yeah. 30 minutes if it's too much if, for me. If I'm
0: not feeling yeah. it, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go.
1: Um, and that's part of self-care. It is. It is. Being really in tune with yourself. The other thing... Um, Soaring Spirits has a whole bunch of holiday um, mm-hmm. activities. So just going mm-hmm. on the soaringspirits.org, the you can The Widow find. Village,
0: I know they do a lot on on holidays, like on um, Christmas Day, on New Year's Day. Festival um, of Hope. And yep. Festival of Hope. And I'm actually doing New Year's Eve, so. You are. Oh, okay, everyone, yeah. tune in on New yeah. Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. wonderful. and. That's also part of your journey, Sade, is mm. you are realizing how much it helps you in your grief to help others in theirs.
1: Yes. It takes the focus of me and it warms my heart. I So just being at camp, I think I might have shared this, and sorry if I'm repeating, but the idea of seeing that transformation, like even just over a weekend. Right. And you do see it. You see it. it Like it's like, oh my gosh, what uh, have I gotten myself into? And then Sunday is like, oh my gosh, I have twenty new friends and
0: I can't believe my whole perspective
1: has Mm -hmm. shifted. Yeah. So that that really means a whole lot.
0: I would say that was the biggest thing I took away from camp the first camp I went to in Tampa was look at all these people who are surviving this. Yes. And and Some thriving. are thriving, mm. and there's so many stories of hope. Yes. and that's why hope is such a big part of soaring spirits. Yes. and everything you see, all the swag, everything you you like, find, hope, hope matters. Hope that's, matters. Kim's wearing a hope matters t-shirt <laughs> I'm one today. Right now. <laughs> and and it does. When I put this t-shirt on, I I always look at it. It's in this nice, pretty kind of um aquamarine color, and it just it just. You know, pops off the shirt. Hope. Absolutely. And I would say that's a good way to leave today's podcast is have hope that you can not only survive the holidays, but maybe yeah. start a new tradition of your own that is meaningful to you and your family.
1: Um, there are no wrong decisions. No, there you are You can not. say yes and no. Yes, you can. You can say yes and then decide no. <laughs> you know, so it's up
0: to you. And go at, always go with your gut. What yeah. feels best for you? Yeah, Make a plan for January. Then... Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. That's my <laughs> big takeaway. Make a plan for January. Something to look forward to. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So who we knows? always encourage you, if you have um, an idea, a topic you'd like um, to hear about, um, please reach out. TheWittingHour at gmail.com. And that's the... W I D D I N G, the winning hour, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Thank you always for listening. Bye. Bye. I'm
1: going to have to chop some stuff off because That's okay. I can't even get this thing to. Uh oh. What's going on? Okay, there. There you go, stop!